All right, guys, we have some special guests. Oh, wait, by the way, if y'all don't know who I am, my name is Tiffany Malone. Yes. Jasmine Cobra here, a.k.a. Kobe. And I'm Jasmine Charles. And we have some special guests here. You know we couldn't do a podcast about black men without having some black men here. (laughs) So go ahead and introduce yourself. Cool, cool. My name is Trey Hodge. Okay, Trey. And I'm Darius Dillard. Okay. So they're going to help us break it down. And I totally closed my notes on accident. (laughs) But you know how we start this thing off? We started off with... Our new segment is kind of new now, yeah. called Do It For The Culture. Do, do it, it For The Culture. culture. Do, 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 do it, do it, do it. Oh, and guys, I need to know, y'all, it's been, it's only Tuesday, but yeah, how have y'all been? Jazz, last Tuesday. I know, you've been paying. Yes, I've been suffering from a leg injury. Um, it's getting better, slowly but surely, but I'm still waiting on the doctor's feedback to get exactly... To be honest, I have no idea what actually happened to me, but I went, I had to get x-rays, blood work, they gave me a shot for the pain. It was a lot worse than what I thought it was. I wasn't, wasn't taking it that serious. Mm-hmm. And when I went to the doctor, they was like, oh no, we need to run some tests. So still waving here back from there. Give me, send me y'all prayers and positive vibes just to make sure it's nothing too, too serious. But, no, no, no. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. It ain't nothing. Thank you. Thank you. You're healed. So, how's everybody else's week? Y'all, you know how you be like up and down? So mm-hmm. I'd be on a super high, I'm like, oh, life is good, I'm blessed, thank you, Jesus. And then I just get down and I'm like, what's going on? I don't know what's happening. And then I'd be like, oh, it's a good day. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, it's a good day. And then yeah. I'd be like, this is kind of whack. Yeah. So it's an up and down for me. But overall, I can't complain. I am blessed beyond measure. Like, shout out to you. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. How about y'all? How about y'all? Everybody's week been great same, in the comments. Same. You know, I just feel the love in the air. I just celebrated mm-hmm. my friend's bachelorette party this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, we're growing up. All my friends are just, yeah. you know, falling in love, starting families and whatnot. Right. <laughs> so shout out to the little birds out there, you know. Yeah, shout out to Trey. He just got engaged yeah. a few months ago. Shout out to Logan. I see you back Hey, girl. Hey, Logan, share this video. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but uh, I can say my week has been very well. I, I usually do a uh, like a review of my last week. Uh, my last week was was pretty good. It was filled with activities. Uh, so this week is going to be focused on productivity. So that's my I love it. I like oh, it. I like that. I gotta so have I need balance. to check out his videos that he's been posting on Instagram. Real nice. Like singles. Where can we find you? What? Um, you can basically find me on my Facebook, on Instagram, Snapchat as well. It's just my name, T R A E Trey Hodge. It's like with Dodge, but without the D at H. That's a real complicated, <laughs> but yeah, it's Trey Hodge. Follow me. Uh, there's gonna be some more stuff coming on. I have a company called Uplift and Outreach, where we uplift and we outreach. Uh, so um, some new, some more stuff coming on soon. All right, and tell us a little bit about this hat that you have on. Where'd you get that from? Where uh, did we I'm, find that. Hat? I, I, I made it. Like that. I made it myself. Now um, this is just an addition to uh, our apparel line that we have. Going on with Uplift and Outreach is just GGHL stands for God is greater than my highs and lows. Mm. Um, so it's just that constant reminder, I mean, just like you said, we have ups mm-hmm. and downs in life. But no matter what, if you remember that God is greater than it all, I mean, you can get through anything. So. Amen. Right. 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 It's a reminder. You know, Amen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And how 
And how was your week? Well, my week was this week. I kind of like his thing where he said he has a little end of the week, little recap of the weeks. But mm. um, my week of last week was awesome. Um, my sister is getting back into volleyball. She's 15, so I'm helping her with that. And then I'm pushing forward some dreams that I've always wanted to do. So oh. we'll see that shortly, hopefully. Yes, yes. Yes. I stay communicated that with my beautiful sisters and yes. my black yes. brother. Absolutely. Right, right. right. We're here to support so. you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm not as successful as him with the clothing line. <laughs> 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 not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. It's, it's, it's just we're on the same level. It's, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. I'm definitely proud of my black people here. Definitely. Oh, thank you. Thanks, I mean, a lot. I love when people call me black. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying I'm royal or something. I'm like, we are royal. Oh, yeah. What? We are royal. Because yeah. a lot of times people associate black with negative things. Mm -hmm. so, negative connotations. Yeah. Why the ugly duckling was black? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. no, for real. If even the black color means something black. Yeah. Right. Even the black color. I mean, if you think about it, everything comes from black. Like right. it, the only way you'll get mm -hmm. it gets lighter if you have less black. So right. yeah, yeah, everything. Hey, I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm that's mature. Right. That's a little. Okay, yeah, we we got to show you. We're gonna say it. We're gonna say it. That disgusting. So let's dive into it for the culture. Talking about all things black. We have a few topics. I don't know which one y'all want to start off with. We got Mike Vick and Colin Kaepernick. We got the 444, Dr. Omar, and we have the nigger cap. Mm. Let's start with the nigger cap. They wrong with that. They wrong with that. Darius, please break it down and inform the people of what this is. Of course, of course. So I'm new to the show, but I found a little hot topic for us to discuss. So Walmart recently had on their on their website a a, a nigger cap for weave caps so I'm not pretty sure what weave caps are but I know what the nigger means <laughs> and I had nigger cap and they were selling it and so this became viral the past two days if you've been on social media or anything mm -hmm. that that sort so they released a statement saying hey we didn't actually I have the statement here give me just one second yes with the notes right like, like, and this is from Walmart <clears throat> Walmart online or Walmart in the store Walmart online See, they try to be sneaky with you. <laughs> Just slide it in there. Slide it in there. So listen to the statement, y'all. We're very sorry and appalled that this third-party seller listed their item with this description on our online marketplace. It is, it is a clear violation of our policy and it has been remo removed, and we're investigating the seller to determine how this could have happened. Mm. Two things. First thing, if this is on your online marketplace, don't you have someone to approve this? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You need to be fired. Mm -hmm. Fired. That whole department, actually. Just go yeah. ahead and re just re just rehire. Yes, there's some response opening, so <laughs> don't apply on. Secondly, don't even this third party needs to be blasted out yeah, on the, on the really internet. Right. We need to know who these people are. <laughs> right. Third thing, why they say they appalled when they the one posted it? <laughs> I, I am so appalled that this is on our personal website that we have to go approval process. Nigger with E R. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where can they go find there was no find the uh, no, the actual um, site so like you can do? That's uh, so crazy. They took it complain, down already, right? Complain or just in general? So actually, you can actually go make comments on Walmart. They have a Twitter page, and they also have Facebook. You can make mm -hmm. comments of that sort, but I'm not sure if you can actually go to Walmart.com and make a little, like, a customer service survey or things of that sort, but I can definitely look into that and mm -hmm. email it to y'all or something. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand. 
why is this even happening? Why is this even a thing? It shouldn't even be a conversation. It's, uh, honestly, I believe it's not until we as black people make it a huge problem where other people will start taking it seriously. Um, if we were to go to the court systems and not just talk about it only on Twitter, I mean, get their attention, but go to the courts and go to other things, then that's when they're going to be like, okay, now they're serious. We need to step back because, I mean, they know what they're doing. It's on their website. Nobody else can just get on their website and post stuff. So. Right. Not they sure. know what like but have we made it serious mm. a little bit? Mm. I, I think don't, some people should know or other races shouldn't know not to use that word or even sell a product like that. No, that's <laughs> Maybe true. I'm just naive. I'm just no, like. No, no. I think people should know not to use that word, but I've been like hearing a lot of conversations about the N word particularly. Yeah. And then it's some people who think it's okay to say it because it's a rap lyrics. Like they at the Kanye yeah. concert, it's mostly white people buying those tickets and they're saying the N word. And then there's some people, black people, who allow their like, Mexican friend or brown friend to be like, oh, they're cool, they can say it. And there's some black people who are like, don't say that around me. I'm one of those people. Don't, don't, if you not this color, if you ain't black, do not say it at all. And I don't care if your other black friend says it's okay, you should know that it hurts really bad when we, especially when we hear someone else of a different race say it because like it goes back, it hurts. I don't know why people think it's okay. Nigga, nigger, it hurts. Especially if you're not this color. I think nobody should say it. Not saying, and that sounds really drastic. No, it's fair. And but I really, and I'm not even gonna say like I don't be playing around and joking around. And not every brief, briefly, I it'll slip out. And I'm joking <laughs> when I'm just joking with y'all. But I don't yeah. even think that it's a, a good thing I should say. I don't think that's that should give me a pass. But I don't think that other. I'm not saying other races should get a pass. But I'm still saying. Uh, we say, like, it's not like white people are running around calling each other crackers. It's mm. not like yeah. Mexican people are amongst themselves calling each of them derogatory names that right. are offensive to one another. But we're the only race that's calling each other offensive names but then get offended when somebody else mm. calls us that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, Go for it. I actually have a, a different take on it. Um, honestly, if I do get offended if another color says it, but I just, I'm, I'm the type of person that just thinks positive all the time. So if they're saying it, I just think they want to be like us. They want to be like me. Oh, so that just gives me, yeah, yeah, that just gives me a, a, like a persona about myself. Like, okay, I put my chest up, you know. Like, okay, y'all want to be like royalty. I like that. Okay? Just. It's like, okay, you want to get slapped today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that is well. That is well. But it just, it's just. Like they just want to be like themselves. But I don't know. I feel like I'm more shocked that, like, okay, let's say you're saving a picture on your computer, you know, to make you remember what it is. You know, you name it something. Mm -hmm. I'm more. I don't know if I'm more shocked that the person whoever put this cap on named it that, or that Walmart, you know, picked this, you know, buyer. <laughs> right. You know, they had thousands of other options. Exactly. It's Walmart. The, the buyer. That the weave had, cap. Pretty sure, yeah. 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 Why can't you just say brown? Exactly, brown. Why did it have to be that? The nigger cap. I mean, the nigger brown. The, the, okay, so that's that's crazy though. Size medium. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is so true. Why did somebody thought you know to actually say I'm gonna name this Jigazi? I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Oh, I yeah. But going back to the the, the cap, 
The cap is a weed cap, and the color of the cap that they called it is nigger, N-I-G-G-E-R, not nigger, nigger brown. Even if they said that, I'll be pissed. Yeah, either way it goes. Either way. But you know it wasn't no black person that created it, calling it nigger. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. It's not black owned at all. <laughs> Better not be. Um, I don't know. I just feel like people. I just feel like the thing is with you know minorities, especially black people, and then white people that white people have privilege, and so it seems like they'll probably get away with something like this. Had it been us doing something very slight, mm-hmm. we would be under the ground. The business be out of business. Even black people would be attacking our own people if we slip yeah. up, just like mm-hmm. Shea Moisture. Mm-hmm. So it's just like just like um, uh, Dr. Omar Johnson. And so it's just like, damn. All right, so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any topics or more comments about the nigger cap? Go ahead and leave it in the comments below. We're going to move forward. We're doing it for the culture. Do it for the culture. So y'all want to talk about 444. Have y'all heard that 444 album? Is it 444? Yeah. Okay, okay. 444. 444. Yeah, 444. What's y'all thoughts on the 444 album? I think it pains. No, yeah. I think it, I think it goes hard. Mind you, I only listened to two songs. Right, <laughs> <laughs> those two songs. And those two I songs. Those pretty <laughs> Honestly, I was trying. I, honestly, I only listened to the album to be nosy because I thought he was gonna say something about having an elevator. You know, I'm kind of. Oh, that would have been good. Lots of yeah. yeah. I mean, well, he, he kind of. I think yeah, it's because of the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was just a a <laughs> just a, a a story of just real, like real Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah. Just coming out talking about what was really going on. I mean, I like Family Feud. I got the mm-hmm. the playlist here. That's Family Feud, the, the story of OJ. Story. I like yeah. the Frank Ocean one too. Mm-hmm. I like Smile because he yeah. talked about his mom. He never really yeah. ever put his oh, mom out there yeah. yeah. just like in the spotlight. Yeah. That was a beautiful. I just I, like oh, before, right? I was gonna say I just like how he gives us information on how mm-hmm. to be not yeah. just rich but mm-hmm. leave an inheritance for our children yeah. to see legacy. Yeah. 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 That's something we need to know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. On the story the song The Story of OJ, he actually says, uh, Y'all think it's bougie, I think it's fine, but I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for nine ninety nine. I flip a two into a four. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, he was on bangs for real. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know about the quarter wrong because I ain't listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had to repeat. I had to repeat. But he was just like, pretty much was better than turning up every night. And he was like, credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, we need to get yeah. our credit right. That's so exactly. inspired me to go ahead and call the money. Check your credit card. Right. Hey, the thing about credit karma though, I mean, in these credit sites, it could tell it tells you how to lift your score it, up. It, it gives you tips. It gives you tips. Exactly why your score is down. Best credit card to get mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. is everything. How to yeah. budget? I love it. I think we don't take that seriously as black people. We should. Right. Uh, yeah. Because it's, it's just like you can't get an apartment or you can't get like low interest rates on your credit card, apartment, mm-hmm. car, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Something you're gonna need for your family. And I think it's because um, the traditions that's been passed down for mm-hmm. from the black families, and it's not necessarily say it was out of spite, but I feel like. Uh, financial literacy isn't taught in school. Right. So if our families and parents aren't teaching us this, then where do we get the information from? Right. So now, now, since we are the millennials and we have so many resources available to us, I definitely think we have no more excuses. No more excuses. I mean, where, where, do we, where do we start? Like, where did we ever start? Like, we, were, we came from a place of years and years of slavery, yeah. and then all of a sudden we were given money. So we never got grounded into growth. 
growing money, how to have money grow for us mm-hmm. and work for us. Just like Jay-Z said, he, he bought a piece of art for $1 million. Mm-hmm. Two years later, it was worth $2 million. A few, few years later, it's worth $8 million. Right. And then he said, I can't wait till I give this to my, my children. children. So, mm-hmm. um, like, when, when are we going to step back and say, okay, this is something that I need to learn. I'm going to take it on myself to be able to teach it to others. Yeah. I, no. I, it starts with us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts with Jay-Z. It starts with everybody. If you know something about finances or something to make our community better, we should do it. I work for a nonprofit right now, and it's black-owned. And um, they they do everything possible. If there's a need, especially in our community, um, they feel it. And it's just, like, so important to me because you see these – they're taking people out of a bad neighborhood, kids out of a bad neighborhood, doing a summer camp program for them. And just teaching them there's a way to give back. There's a way to live a better life than all the surroundings around you. So it's just like, I think it's really important for us to get back into our community, not just, you know, Pearland, but like our community to uplift them and show them something different. Right. Teach them, educate them yeah. while educating ourselves. Exactly. Absolutely. Because I'm learning like in my psychology class that, um, like I'll use crime as an example. If your father was a criminal, you know, crime is in your genes, but and if you live in that environment where you see crime, then you're more likely to Do commit crime. crime. Mm-hmm. But if you see something different, then you're more likely, you know, your chances are less of you, you know, right. committing that crime. So we, it is up to us to go in and to show people that, hey, this is, you know, the, how you should do things, you know, right. yeah. how you should live, you know. Yeah. We have to start taking accountability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And even um, when I, just really quickly, even when I went to, first started going to college, I was given, I was thrown, these, all these loans were thrown at me, and then my mom said, no, you're gonna get scholarships. And so mm. I filled out like over 125 scholarships. Shout out to that Thank mama. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, shout out to mama. Um, and so after I got into college, that's when I got into working in the banking and working in a credit union. So the best thing for us black people to definitely do, mm-hmm. start, if you don't have a bank account, start at a credit union. Right. Mm-hmm. Build your credit there, because yep. that will raise your score automatically. Mm-hmm. And that builds mm-hmm. that relationship I definitely. I didn't know that. And then if you don't have good credit, start with a secured card. The, the, great, the best limit to do is like $500. So mm-hmm. you basically give $500 of your own money, put mm-hmm. it on that card. That card will be yours. You'll make payments on that card until you reach the $500 limit or until you actually graduate to a higher amount. Mm. Hey, Eric! Hey! So hey. Hey. <laughs> but, um, but no, that's, that's great information. That's huge. So. One, one thing I do want to add, and I don't, I don't want to show, but, but this is actually the, from the conversation that we had at, at Logan's party. Yeah. He was drunk, guys. <laughs> he was having a full business conversation with me and Cody drunk. But one thing right. I did, no, no, no. One thing I told <laughs> them. I'm just glad you were talking was, about something. I, I mean, I'm, I'm always talking about business. But um, one thing I told uh, Tiffany, I was like, Tiffany and Jasmine, I was like, look, I see that y'all are doing a lot of great things for us and for the black people, for the community. So I'm going to work to get on y'all's, uh, get on y'all's like podcast on whatever y'all do. I got an invite today, but it was a little, it was a little before I wanted to come. But one thing I did want, but one thing that I have been doing uh, since you were saying doing stuff in the community, uh, I've been taking time to volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club. And um, I have been really working on entrepreneurial uh, things, and I wrote a paper, like a little uh, paper about um, how a lot of the people in the black communities don't run the black community. 
Uh, I basically went to a uh, restaurant off of, you can actually check it yourself, off of Reed Road in Cullen. Uh, it's like a nice spot. I walked in, was getting some lunch. Uh, music was going on, menu was on point. I was, and I'm the type of person, I'm like, look, I gotta meet the owner, congratulate him, shake his hand, because it seemed like he had a good business. Wow. When I walked in there, I went to shake the man's hand. It was an Asian man running mm -hmm. the company. And it really, it really, it really made me so upset. I was furious to, to the point I was had to tell myself, Trey, calm down. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it brought something out of it where I wrote something called the buy-sell theory. And that's basically where I'm going in and I want to teach children how to actually buy something and sell it themselves or learn selling techniques because uh, if we learn to run our own communities, yes. if we learn to uh, own our own restaurants, own our own uh, grocery stores or whatever the case, we own it ourselves, that means we're actually pouring back into our own community. I mean, it's ours. The area I was in is 87.3% black mm. and 10% Hispanic. Mm. And then we have an Asian man running yeah. that. Not, not nothing's wrong with any other ethnicities right, running right, it, right. but why not? Uh, why aren't we yeah. running mm -hmm. it? Basically so the majority yeah. of that population. Yeah. That yeah. So, so boys and girls club, Selinsky Road. You know that's 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 in the works. I just spilled some juice, but that's in the works. <laughs> I'm done. I love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to start with the man in the mirror, like Michael Jackson said. Yeah. yeah. That is a good that question change? that you raised. Like, why do black people when they're starting their own businesses they don't go back to their own community like dentists yeah. you know doctors mm -hmm. they put their businesses in other areas mm -hmm. I've, I've heard that um I've, I know a, a few business owners who are young and old and I've heard that they said that um black people don't support as much as other races do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so and I, I raised the question so are you doing it for the money or are you actually doing it to help your black community you should hear some of the answers that they get. And so the answers I get are like, pause. Somebody texted me, actually said, okay, let me get back to you. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering. Think. I'm gonna think about that. <laughs> so I actually created, um, I started my entrepreneurial stuff. I printed our flyers yesterday at Office Depot. And so I got away from thinking about the money that I was going to get and actually thought about the black-owned business that I wanted to help and do consultant work for them and with them. Um, we need to get away from actually gaining money from our community. Of course, money is going to come. So right. money is going to come regardless. But building up our kings and queens, especially our children, yes. we see on the news You're every sure. day a black man is being killed. Right. <laughs> a black child is being child. killed. A 14-year-old child, somebody's son is being killed. That could have been just resolved by just someone like us mm -hmm. going back to our business encouraging that young man to just maybe say, okay, maybe not at night o'clock, even though we shouldn't have to do that, but maybe not at, at the 930, we shouldn't go outside at a particular time, you know, just encourage in a different light. And, and especially encourage, um, earlier we stated about, if you're, um, Jess stated about um, going to a psychology class and if your dad is in a crime and you're in a crime mentality, mm -hmm. of course you're gonna commit a crime. We should mm -hmm. definitely break that cycle, break yes. that ice and move yeah. towards a different direction. So there's a different light. There's more than selling drugs. Mm -hmm. There's more than yeah. pimping and getting HOEs. There's more than doing all that. I, I don't yeah. know. Oh, Andrew, I was like, I was like, <laughs> more than, uh, more than getting hoes. More than getting hoes and, and uh, being that sexually active and things yeah. of that sort. It's actually building yourself and, and, and making an investment in yourself mentally and spiritually mm -hmm. that Amen. we need to do and come back to our black community, definitely. I mean, just look at us right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, well, one question I would ask, I, I would see a, a black owner asking where they were like, well, how would I be more successful if, if my black community is not giving back to me? So well, how would you answer that if, if someone, I'm, I'm not saying that like, I own a black business, and, you know, but I'm just saying I can see some black people think, business owners thinking that way. Like why, why, why go to an area where I know they won't give to my business? Okay. I was talking to a coworker about this because we were riding through like where Amy's Pace Park was, but we saw townhomes and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, it looks nice, but where are people going to go? And he was, I was like, why is this happening? Because I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. And he's like, because we don't see value in our own in our own communities. Yeah. So if we don't see value in our own co- uh, communities, we're not going to, you know, make it a healthy community. Just like if you don't see value in yourself, you're not going to be being healthy, basically. So it's like we don't invest, we don't keep it up nicely and things of that nature. But other people see Oh, okay. That's right. By downtown area, yeah. we can really spruce this up. We just gotta buy these people out. Mm-hmm. And if people are um, buying these people out because they don't see value in their home, like, oh, I'm gonna get a hundred thousand dollars for this, mm-hmm. and they're all automatically out. So mm-hmm. I think you have to teach the kids. You have mm-hmm. to. Right. You have to want to pour into your community and see value in your community and value in yourself. And that's what really needs to be learned. Like. We don't have to go to the subways. We don't have to go. We could build it right here. We just have to have. But you have to think, being realistic, because I, I'm a former product of that environment of the ghetto, the hood, and it's not a pleasant environment. It's right. very, very, very difficult to actually try to thrive in because yeah, I'm sure we are familiar with you are the environment that you're, you you surround yourself with, yeah. and so when you're in this environment, I think it's really, really up to the the youth to change the cycle because like we, we, you mentioned in how we all piggybacked on how you have to break that psychology and if you're exposed to killing crime, um, lack, a poverty, a poverty mindset, um, then you're going to be more susceptible to go in the same, just subconsciously you're going to be susceptible to go in that same path, the same pattern. So it's up to us as, as black people that are aware of this to Go once you do. It's it's gonna take like some time. It's not gonna happen yeah, like overnight, like in one generation. It may if we start and plant the seeds now, and as several people have have paved the way before us, mm-hmm. that so that we are just products of the seeds that's been planted before us. So if we keep the cycle going in a couple of maybe decades, hopefully yeah. being optimistic, but our, uh, it'll even be good if it was a century. Mm-hmm. That once we keep going and keep planting and get into the youth because. Sad to say, in some cases, most cases, that the um, adults, their minds, if it's hard to even break a 20-year-old like habits that we've had, and we know we need to eat healthy, and we know we need to wake up at 5 o'clock, it's hard to even break those habits for us. Imagine somebody that's been on the earth for 50 years, them trying to break that habit, or thinking like, oh, I need to eat organic fruits, or I need to stop, so I feel like, not saying you want to give up on them, but I think you need to target more the youth, because if the adults are teaching their youth poverty, a poverty mentality, then they're going to teach it. It's just a cycle that keeps cycle. being repeated. So, And I definitely agree with that because my mom grew up in Fourth Ward and my family grew up in Fourth Ward. And honestly, <laughs> I went to Fourth Ward maybe about 10 times out of my 25 years of living. <laughs> my mom, once getting out of that and seeing all the things she's she, she seen and done, she never moved. She moved out and never went back. Right. And so I, I guess... 
a lot of it is probably being traumatized. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we also have to definitely go back, show a different side. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I just want to go back and answer your question about Mm -hmm. um, um, not getting the return that you put in for the businesses or whatever, how you worded it. Mm -hmm. I think that maybe we can go, okay, maybe you can't have that business inside of whatever community that you're in, Asian, white, Hispanic community, where you're making that money. As far so you're making your money there, but maybe also go back into the black community, Very do a little cool. small something mm-hmm. there that you you know you're looking for the money. Absolutely, sure. Um, and then just do that in that community, of course, and let that be the big money there in those different aid those communities, mm-hmm. and go back to the black community. Mm-hmm. So, so where do y'all think that we should start? Like we have, let's say we have a group of young kids, mm-hmm. young black kids here. Like what what are the things that we should tell them? to get them in a positive mindset or get them in a better light on how we should move our way, like move them forward. I I feel like you shouldn't necessarily focus it on external sources. Like you shouldn't try to instill in them to focus on everybody else. I think you should instill in them to focus on yourself. Mm, You becoming the best, if you tell a hundred black kids to be the best version of you Mm -hmm. and like really ingrain that self love, like, like no other, like they never heard before because a lot of them are going home to one parent households or going home to not even seeing their parents because maybe when they get home their parents are at work or so finding some actually loving on them they actually need that love to nurture them into that amazing being that they need to become and if you have a hundred confident secure business-minded people then there is is in it's innate for them to go out into the world and thrive so uh, it's, it's, I will ask my question and all that. I just want to hear if it's like, yeah, do you have anything to say about I mean, that? Like, like you're doing, going to the Boys and Girls mm-hmm. Club, even if it's just one, yeah. you know, child that you can pour into, you know, being a mentor and just, uh, you know, connecting with them, I'll just do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. You're on a good road because mm-hmm. you're going to eat, re- eat, reach one, teach one, yes. teach one, reach one, yes. something like that. <laughs> yeah. like reach one, reach one. Yeah, yeah, something like that, that where you teach nice. one student yes. and then it can, it can create a wildfire and yeah. they'll teach 10 and those 10 teach 50 and those 50 will teach a thousand. You know, yeah. you, just, you never know who you will touch. And then maybe you will start off with teaching 10 and you'll they really love what you're saying so much and you'll progress and expand from there. But I like how you're doing it from the heart because when you're doing it for with a, a pure motive, a genuine motive, then it's gonna, the money's gonna come, like you said. Yeah. yeah. I would like right. to see, you know how people talk about some pyramid schemes, like those businesses where you like have a house party. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to see something like that, but for, to help people, um, Ooh, I want to comment on that. I want to comment on that. There is a, 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 there is a, a, a credit card. Yeah, yeah. you know, instead of trying to like buy into a business or something, but it's more so you teaching people. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. like, how to invest in yourself. Yes, yes. I'm like, yeah. actually um, trying to work something out <laughs> by the end of the year. So. Definitely. To piggyback on that, there are cultures that's doing that right now. I want to say the Asian culture. Asian culture. Jarvis, the Indian culture. Jarvis told me, like, it's her um, boyfriend. Yeah, my boyfriend. <laughs> like, y'all know Jarvis. Like, I y'all know Okay, my boyfriend Jarvis told me that, like, he had a conversation with the, um, I think he was saying the Asian like man. And he was saying, by the time that every, they, they all put $10,000 yeah. from their business in mm-hmm. grocery stores. Um, yeah. Nail shops. <laughs> we all these we, we, we know they stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 how much you want to do? 
exactly black people we have but that mentality yeah. 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 Black mentality. when they come to this country you have nobody but your but the people that look like you so if black people came with that same mentality because we are the minority if we thought if we looked at one another and saw another black person right that's why the air <laughs> so if we look into the eyes of another black person and we saw like you are all i got and like when an Asian person comes from their country, they look into their eyes. In some most cases, I won't say all because I don't know their culture like that. Yeah. But if you look into someone's eyes and you're like, you are all I got, and you literally put that much faith in them and, mm -hmm. and know that like I won't be anybody if it's not for you. And then so if we were to look at each other's like look into the eyes of one another like that instead of with that division of competition of envy, then we it wouldn't even really be a competition because we are trying to we actually genuinely yeah. help each other. Yeah. And so. Yep. They all put ten thousand dollars into this account, and Asians have their own banks here. So, like, yeah. uh, they have a whole Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. So I'm you Bel Air. Put, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My Asian coworker took me there. I was like, okay, now I'm taking you to Reggae Hut. <laughs> 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 you gonna eat all our food? I want to go to Reggae Hut. Y'all go to Reggae Hut. <laughs> it's really good. But it's long story short, if all of it is like, so if a family comes down and it's like. You all put ten thousand dollars into this account, and you are all and y'all were saying like, put my ten thousand dollars on my hard-earned money. That's what we naturally think. Mm -hmm. and I was so, kidding. I was no, kidding. no, no. I'm just saying. But that's, 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 that's the way we that's think. Yeah. 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 That's just yeah. naturally. But like, if we come think on, the I told y'all, like, let's put a thousand dollars in to get more of that back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because every five years, if you say every five years, they put it in a pot, ten thousand dollars, and so they put the hundred thousand dollars from that this business. Then that business will go back for this ten thousand dollars in five years. You'll be next within the next five years. And then the thing is, the people who invest the 10000 in, they're getting a return on that investment. Yeah, right, but the thing right. is, so you know, they, they give, they loan the person that comes it. to the country, yeah. like, here's $10,000, and once you your nail shop, yeah, once your nail shop becomes this popping nail shop, you pay us back, and then they yeah. make sure they pay it back. Wow. It's like nothing that, it's not even a, like that. a second thought for you not to pay them back. It's like, you helped me when I didn't have it, so I want to give right. back to you. Yeah, this, this, this type of stuff really gets me amped, and I'm very, very passionate about it. So it's, it's two things that I believe we can start with. So there's one thing I've heard about, actually from Dr. Umar. He said that um, black people were bought the most Mercedes like in 2015, 2016. So he said, one of the things that we do, we buy outside things to make us feel like we feel good on the inside. Mm -hmm. So like Jasmine said, us. absolutely. So right, like Jasmine value. said, it starts on the inside. Honestly, if every black child in America knew that we were kings and queens a long time ago, mm -hmm. wearing gold and owning all types of things, Please. starting building the pyramids, like, there will be so much <laughs> there will be so much um so much about ourselves that we, that we hold like we hold value to ourselves mm -hmm. we will have our chest out we will we will walk this earth i'm not trying to say that we should right. walk over people but we will be walking more powerful as human beings that's the first thing the second thing that i believe that we should learn is the the principle of giving i, I know a lot of people uh like like touch on churches like they taking my money and all that but it's, it's not even that. It's a principle, like, passed down in this universe that if you give of, of yourself, give your heart, it's going to come back to you no matter what. So, no matter what. Absolutely. So going back to that $10,000, if you give it to somebody, you don't have to think, like, am I going to get this back? Or is it, is it going to come? Or I hope this comes. It's automatically going to come back a hundredfold. 
because God said so. So yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm really getting like. Every you know, we all came from the motherland. Yeah. And they came from a black woman. So yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if we knew that, they don't teach that in school. Of course not. Of course they do not teach that. So there's an education. Yeah. We have to educate our kids. But oh, you yes. said so. And I just I wanted to piggyback off of something you just said, but it went away. Dang, oh. get that back. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's so much out there that we, we don't so know. Much. So, so much so out there. Much. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Think about that statement. I think we did it for the culture. Y'all, we did it. We really did it. We worked it. Are we still in the culture side? That was not open. All right, thank y'all for coming. We'll see y'all next time. We can talk to y'all. We went on a tangent. We got some comments with people saying. What are you saying? What would my brother say? Do y'all, do you deal with debit? How do you deal with debt? Oh, debt. We don't trust one another, and in the community, it starts with trust. Lack of trust produces poor strategy, which poor yields and little to no gain. So, right. so my thing, my thing to that, who is that? Shout R- out to Romilio Romilio Scuggs. So, my question to you, Romilio, uh, I, I I see that you did recognize that. Now, how do we fix it? I'm always like, I'm always find the problem. Okay, so, what's the solution? Yeah, so, always, I think it always starts with self. Always. It's always, always, even if we start with a group where there are two or more gathered. Where, so if we started with a group of just four of us, if we trust each other, we will inspire the next black person like, damn, I don't have to like scrape and try to claw and be jealous of my brother. Right. I can actually unify. Like mm-hmm. That's what the artists are doing. And it kind of bothers me when a lot of people put so much um, pressure on artists. Like they all need to be speaking out for black rights and this, this, this. I definitely think that should be what happened. I'm sorry. Uh, I was trying to pass it something. Oh, okay. (laughs) But no, but a lot of people put pressure on the black artists. It's like they should be speaking out. I definitely think they should, but in some degree, what they're they're doing is they're inspiring you. Like if I can live this life of abundance, I can, all these adversities, all these, you know, everybody's like, it's always so many roadblocks for black people. If they themselves, they have the same 24 hours a day yep. as we do. They they eat, sleep, they do all the things, breathe. They're not like superhumans. They don't have yeah. superpowers. So it's like, I want, I, I think we should stop, we should get out of the mentality of like, they need to come down off their horse and save us instead of like be inspired. Like, damn, they can do that. Then I should be able to do that too. Yeah. And that's what I think it should start with. Like, mm-hmm. instead of us, putting the mentality of like, um, my brother needs to come get me out of this rut. It's like, dang, my brother did that. I can do that too. Like, inspire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's how I see it. Going, I want to answer J.O. Malone question. That's my really how, how do you deal Shout with out to that? you, J.O. <laughs> so my initial uh, thing about, um, I have just a tad bit of banking experience, but if, if anyone knows more, please chime in. Um, Acknowledge your debt and handle it. So if you have debt and you're still buying, like um, he mentioned the Mercedes in 2015, black people were the most buyers of Mercedes. Maybe you don't need to buy that at that time. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to just be humble yourself and just get a nice 2014 Honda because they kind of <laughs> nice. They throw it right yeah, now. <laughs> and it take kick back on some things. So maybe not. Don't go out every weekend, mm-hmm. you know, and make those payments to that debt and then clear that debt. So even if you don't clear the debt within the 20 years, depending on how many how much debt you have, mm-hmm. um, if you don't make that debt within the five to 10 year limit, you're making payments on it. That still shows. 
this person we can trust with mm-hmm. as far as debt and if you want to get a house or get a car mm-hmm. we can trust this person he make this payment he's making this payment and things of that sort and mm-hmm. one thing oh, oh, no, go for it. Oh, one thing i was told why a lot of why i was told by somebody that they say the reason why they don't give a lot of black people loans is because they look at their priorities mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. they say mm-hmm. if, if you got this car that cost this much and you got other things yeah i think if you got if you got other things that that um you're paying for as well they look at that record they say you got a forty thousand dollar car you paying five hundred dollars a month and you trying to buy a house they already know that you're going to pay your car note first Mm -hmm. so that's why they don't give you the money so i think it's it's going back to like why do you need a mercedes like Mm -hmm. i've been i've been to a point where i've had a lot of money coming in Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the car that I wanted. Like I've, I've had a lot of good things that happen. I'm very blessed. very blessed. But I'm right now. I'm in a state of like, what am I doing to improve? Like I know my fiance and I. I'm a, I'm about to. We about to get married. About to move into our own house. I don't even care about getting the, the biggest house. Give me something small. Give mm-hmm. us something to get settled in, grow in, and the money that we save from the our job and whatever else money we have coming in. Put that into an investment. Invest into a house so you can have that money working for you. Mm. So the savings that you get from there, you can re-up, buy you another house, re-up, constantly do that over and over, over Definitely. a 10-year period. Definitely. From the next 10 years, then you can get into a house that you truly want, debt-free, and you don't even have to worry about it. And you're still making money on the side uh, residually without even having to put the work in. So. Mm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. And to piggy, these Woo. are a million gems, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> And I just recently started working with, the, um, I have a financial advisor that I work with. And so with my finances for is for debt, we laid out, like um, you said, uh, no, I think Trey or did, I can't remember which one of y'all said. But um, so you have to acknowledge the debt first and be aware that it's actually there. So in, we, in, it's actually a guideline. I'm sure you can type it on in on Google. Um, proper budgeting, how to budget your money. And so it's gonna break down your utilities, your car, your food, all the things that we that are necessities. It'll even incorporate in there your personal expenses. And so within that, you're gonna, it's, you, you calculate an out of 100%. You're supposed to spend between like 30% of your income on your house. It's like 30 to 35. And then on your car, you're supposed to spend 20 to 25% of your monies on your house. So you'll calculate your income. It's actual formula that you can calculate. Yeah. And so sometimes you'll see that, hey, I'm spending too much money on food. I need to go back 3% on my food. Or, hey, I'm spending too much money on my rent. So when this lease is up, I need to get a different place that fits my lifestyle. Or I need to get a different job that will be increased. So it's like you have to put it all out there. Then you'll calculate your your credit card, the current debt that you have and how much you're paying toward that. And you'll, it'll even let you know if you're paying, overpaying, because I was overpaying on my credit cards. I didn't even know he was like, so stop paying so much on your credit cards and put some of that money in your savings account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because he was like, because once you are spend all your money, paying off all your debts, all your bills, then what do you have to rely on besides your credit cards again? So you're just re- uh, repeating that cycle. So I'm like, hmm, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Take the leftover money that you do have, put it into a savings account, and so you have that for a rainy day. So if you're, because usually what I do if I had extra money and I already paid my credit card bills off, I'll just put another 50 or put another 100. And then thinking I was doing something, but then it's like, dang, if I don't have any more money, then what I do, I'll look at the credit card again. So definitely just check that out. See a financial advisor. There's a lot of resources out there. And a lot of them are grant-owned businesses, and they are free. So... 
definitely check those what out. What was that called? You said proper um, proper budgeting? Proper budgeting or budge, budgeting management. It should be like a chart on Google how to calculate your income with your budget. Yeah. Ooh, and if you're, if you're interested in saving, one thing that my mom always taught me was if you want to buy something, set a goal to buy something, but if you want to buy it, make sure that you can buy it two or three times over. Mm. So that way when you buy it, it doesn't really hurt your savings. It just, you know, you can buy it without being like, oh, snap, I bought this, I can't do this. That's so make sure that you save two or three times over. When I was supposed to move to D.C., yeah. that's how I was able to save for my rent. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Wow. That's amazing. We're getting some gems, guys. Yeah. I think we have some more comments. Uh, I just want to say shout out to my beautiful fiance. She Woo! said, hey, y'all. Hey, so, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just like wanted her. to say hey. <laughs> yeah, I like her, too. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Toby? What's up, Jonathan? Thank you all to everyone who's tuning in. J.O. Malone. Hey. Yes. Johnny Nelson. Who Johnny Nelson. Romello. Yes. That's, that's Johnny. He, he, yes. Yeah, he says. Financial freedom, that's the way to go. Yes. What's up, Julian? That's hey, my brother, mommy. Julian Bodwan. Oh, your mom's a realist. Hey, Sherry, Lakeisha, <laughs> Bianca. Yes. Thank you so much for everyone tuning in. Right. Did we already answer everybody's questions? Just want to make yes. sure we touch some. Okay. Cool. Y'all just got a triple dose of goodness because this is amazing. Right. And Johnny said, use those resources like Darius that banking experience, you know, mm -hmm. you know people like that, you know, use them, use their knowledge. Absolutely. Definitely. And don't go to them old heads in the in the hood that I, I mean, hey, we 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 empowering our black people. Right, right, right. That's but you gotta to be smart. Don't, don't go yeah, to those yeah. older guys. That's what I wanted that, to say. That, what were you gonna say? For for our communities, um, it's something that you said, love. I can't remember, but you said something about oh no, it was a comment. One of the comments said, oh yeah, we don't trust one another, and in the community it starts with trust. Definitely, people who are watching that who aren't in um, the suburbs, quote quote, um, who are in the hood, please, those if you know, stop hurting your own hood. You're robbing the old lady next door. Oh. <laughs> you're robbing somebody's grandmother. You're robbing your brother and sister. Right. I mean, I'm not condoning robbing or stealing anything, but I mean, definitely go out of your <laughs> So the rich people who have money, who can afford to get it over and over again. But definitely do not steal. Do not steal. <laughs> Stop hurting the community. You are going to rob somebody. It's, 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 it's just that a 15 minute drive. So <laughs> just a 15 minute drive. Go to Omelette. But that just made me minutes. so upset when I heard about the Black Lives Matter, how they were just, um, <laughs> and it was vandalizing. They're vandalizing their own. What is your stuff? And then they didn't have, the Walmart was shut down, all the stores yeah. were shut down, people couldn't eat. My gosh, we have to start with our community, build each other up, and stop hurting each other. Right. If you want to break some, there's a lot of boxing classes, karate, where you can break some horses right. in your head and stuff. Right. You can go on a jog, you can meditate, definitely. for sure. And yeah. uh, if we get a chance to speak on mental health, it definitely oh, we're about right. to dive into it. We're about yeah. to dive, okay. We're about to dive into it right now, okay? Now that we're finally done with For the Culture, <laughs> we're going to talk about black men and their mental health state. Um, just because... Just overall Overall yes. health, um, because you know, women, black women, we have a lot of outlets for us to go and learn about meditation, and we have a, like a really big support group. If we just find them, it's easy to find support groups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like for you guys, how has that been, or how do y'all stay? Barbershop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. This is the barbershop, or even for me, I'm not. Um, 
that's also want to talk about the term masculine. But it's mm-hmm. even for me, um, it wasn't as black men. We don't talk about our our issues. Oh, we don't talk about nothing. If it doesn't benefit us that we think, then we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so I went this year. Um, I lost my mom um, a oh, couple wow. of months ago. Um, so I went to see a psychiatrist because I'm the one that's handling everything, and it's just very stressful. Psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever. Mm-hmm. And one so them. one of them, one of them. <laughs> the first meeting, she deemed me depressed and suicidal, and I wear a mask. And so she gave me these two pills, and I'm like, uh, where oh, is? So I'm asking man. questions. Okay, so how did what particular instance did this come? Where did you know? I want to know more information about right. where I take pills and things right. of that sort. Needless to say, I didn't take the pills. I'm not taking anything. Thank the you. First day of treatment. Oh, really? Yeah. You kidding me? That doesn't make sense. And I'm not depressed. Prayer works, y'all. Definitely. And I love my church, Great Adventure Church, Pastor Lee Lee. Um, thank you all for prayers. But um, I think men, black men especially, it's okay to reach out for help. You don't have to tell everybody your business if you're afraid of being shamey. Uh, definitely the barbershop. My barbershop, oh, we talk about everything in there. And that definitely helps me. Thank God. We talk about everything. That absolutely definitely helps me. But it's, it's okay to reach out for help. If you don't want to talk to your fiance, talk to your wife or anything of that sort. Reach out for help. There's nothing wrong with that. Black men, let's start being king. Kings do not wait until something happens. We take leadership and ownership of the things that we're doing and going to do. So please make sure that we lead. And step, we don't want your son committing suicide. I also had a statistic for suicide in black men. Um, suicide deaths is only 14%, but suicide attempts is 70%. Ooh, that's what? a lot. Wow. Just imagine. That's only... That's that's them failing for men or for black men. For black, oh, for wow. black men, women wow. it's only thirty five percent. Black men. That's been. That's a lot of stuff we're not talking about because mm. our, for one, the black man is being pressured for being provided for his family. Mm. We have all this pressure of other, everything else. Um, I Looking lost over our shoulder. Looking yeah. over our shoulder all yeah. the time. Going out. Yep. Going out. Am I, am I going to have to deal with a cop today? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just asking yeah. all these questions. It's just a lot of yeah, things. Then we think that we fail instead of learning from that lesson. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I fail in anything. I take it as a lesson learned because yes. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I failed until I've died <laughs> and I haven't completed. And I didn't even fail that because I made it to heaven, just saying. But <laughs> don't think it as failure. Learn from that lesson and grow from it. We are, we're, every, we're creatures of always growing and learning from each other. I just learned from something from Trey and these beautiful queens over here. We need to always make sure that we're growing and, and learning from things. Mm-hmm. So black men, definitely for mental health, get awareness. If you feel that anything is convincing you for suicide or you feel like you're talking to 13 different people in your head, just go, go ask for help. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I know that a lot of black men don't like to ask for help. Because the oh, moment yeah. you said psychiatrist, I already hear in my head some people, I don't need no help. Like, I'm yeah. good, you know, yeah. I'm good. Right. But one thing that I have found that works for me, um, I call it a journal. People haters call oh, yeah. it a diary, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, literally writing <laughs> <It's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> writing, writing down your thoughts, really get it out. I, I heard a long time ago a statistic that literally women stay, stay uh, alive longer than men because they get off those emotions. I mean, if you don't want to talk to nobody about your emotions, like, you got to talk to yourself. At least do that. <laughs> you ain't got to share that with nobody. I mean, you can, you can be real with yourself. You know, right now, like, man, this girl broke my heart today. Like, be real. I've written some stuff down in my journal. I'm like, damn, I, 
I just wrote that? Make sure nobody else see that. But <laughs> it, it really helps because you get it's it's something about when you write something down. You get to yeah, see it I, I, on paper. You get right. to see what you wrote, and then it sticks with you where it's like, okay, I know not to do that again. I know mm-hmm. not to do that again. So literally buy you a journal. If you a little skeptic no about it, notebook, <laughs> go go to Walmart, buy a whole bunch of other stuff, put the journal under everything else. <laughs> if you gotta do what you gotta do, but make sure you get a journal, make it something creative for you. Give a journal without any lines. So you can just scribble. If you wanna draw, just draw, but get those things that are in your mind out of your mind. When it comes to robbing and stealing. Mm. Look, I robbed this lady today. How I feel? I feel this. Oh, Eventually, <laughs> yeah, you know, she, she was not, not. Yeah. But uh, like, even if you have to do that, just be completely real with yourself, right. and you're gonna start seeing certain things happen in your life where you're realizing certain things as well. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've been through. I'm sure you've been through yourself. You said you you write down some things as well. Yeah, I actually, um, I got. Uh, I, Stop writing because I've never had that much time anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, but my black book, yeah, I do have that in yeah. my bed. But mm-hmm. um, I've learned to. I got a laptop and I've recorded my my feelings. Oh mm-hmm. wow! That's I like that. And wow. that is wow. to me me see because I'm a visual person. But that is more. That has been more therapeutic than actually writing mm-hmm. because wow. I got to see my emotions mm-hmm. through the time that my mom passed and that whole. Oh, it was hell, but that I videoed each week and I video like even days to day and even just my emotions at four o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. Wow. Mm-hmm. And watch going back and watching those, it's like, wow, you never realize how even I forgot some of the stuff I've been through. Just doing that video <laughs> just made it therapeutic and I was able to talk to my talk to my computer kind of crazy. But yeah. talk to my computer. Be like, ah <laughs> you know, cussing and whatever you gotta do to get that emotions out. But I think one thing that you said was very key. You said you went back to review because you can see how much you've grown. Yes. And that yes. would do something on the inside of you like, okay, all right. It's like confidence boosters. Like, mm-hmm. I got over that. Like, I got over that girl. Or I don't I don't want to steal anymore. So you constantly record yourself and doing these things. And you're like, oh, I'm not who I used to be. So let me continue growing into somebody that I, I'm not, but I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Wow, that's beautiful. What it sounds like to me is the whole mental health aspect is being comfortable with yourself. Because mm-hmm. a lot of, not even just black men, but women as well, but more so black men, they're not even comfortable with hearing themselves speak. Like, yeah. you you know, it's a video playing in the background. You hear yourself, oh, I sound crazy. Turn it off, turn it off, yeah. turn it off. Like, so it's like that whole, the fact that you can go and look at yourself and talk to yourself and, and be comfortable enough to like, and play it back and like literally engage in your flaws and all and, and even your beautiful perfections and then we trade with the writing things down I mean I um there's a statistic that says um writing is it has it sends off three no 20,000 more neurotransmitters to the brain than if you were to just type something in your phone or type yeah. something yeah. on your laptop so if you it sends off that much more transmitters because you can see it like you, you can actually read it in your writing it, it just does something to your subconscious mind and it just strikes it up and it ma- makes it actually manifest into your physical reality. So it's just like being in tune to actually take your hand and with the strokes of your wrist to 
put down all of your feelings and guys are not really the uh, most emotional creatures mm-hmm. which y'all are but y'all just don't yeah, we're, oh, we're just taught to we're just taught to suppress it yeah we're taught yeah, to suppress think, i mean yeah, absolutely folks are supposed to cry and things of that sort mm-hmm. yeah and we don't judge men by their their health we judge them by whether they're taking care of their family whether yeah. they're paying mm-hmm. the bills you know mm-hmm. paying child support whether you know right not, being that provider yes. that objective yes. like all the things you, you're you're physically doing not yes. the things subjectively like exactly. how are you caring or do you love like no how can you provide how can you exactly. <laughs> like what do you do what do you pay like, what is your credit not saying we should negate that yeah, I'm right. saying right. <laughs> but we should the, take more time to you know actually you know take care of our black men actually oh, yeah, how absolutely. are you doing mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. one thing I've noticed that a lot of black men we 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 don't like to fail and we will, yeah. like, just like you were saying, we, we don't, we look at failure in a different way. We just have to learn that I did not fail. I just found a way not to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think that was very, wow. very key that you said as well. Like so, that. yeah. That's and definitely cool. learn from that lesson. Because oh, I've started, back in the past, I have started to do a little entrepreneurial thing. But um, no, that didn't little. fail. <laughs> I just, that the way that I, I went about it was incorrect. And so I found the correct way to mm-hmm. go about it. Mm-hmm. So you never fail, you just mm-hmm. fail forward. That's it. Right. But you still fail. Like, you can look up. And I was like, fall, <laughs> land in the back. Because if we you can look up, you can get up. <laughs> yes. We have a question. We have some questions. No, right here. Oh. 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 <laughs> right there. Well, I, don't, I don't know if they do or not. <laughs> Okay. But black men, I do want to know with the viewers if y'all have any questions about health. Oh, definitely, please. And then also, do y'all get checkups? Do y'all, you know, are you taking care of your actual health? Like, what do you right. do? I haven't been to the doctor. What do you do? I know. Yeah. I know black men are actually have a doctor's appointment yeah. on Thursday. I get checked every every six year. months to a year mm-hmm. because I just want to make sure because everything runs in my family, cancer, heart, health, you know, all that runs in yeah. my family. So I like to get checked every six months and just make sure that I'm okay. That is true. Black men do not like getting physicals. Black women either. There's a high statistic for Especially that as well. Just like oh, yeah. <laughs> you already know with yeah. that one. Yeah. My dad just got his when he turned 50. No, 60 when he turned 60. My dad just did his as well. And he was traumatized. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's important though. It's, it's important. It's important. There's nothing we can say to help y'all with that one. That's yeah. just like something you just got to go through. Go to right. sleep. I would say, <laughs> I work at a nonprofit where we do free HIV testing, um, but we talk about like you knowing your status is so important. It's so important. People so don't know because it, it could spread. Um, so just taking resources like that and oh y'all y'all don't know this but black men are the highest um hiv um what are they saying hiv positive people in america 42 percent wow and we're 13 percent of the population i'm this is just something to throw in but have you i don't know if anybody else noticed this but on the billboards have y'all seen some of the billboards with the hiv like i'm getting tested they kind of around houston yeah yeah because we're really yeah i've seen that uh, my question is, why is it only black people that's on them uh, billboards? That's we're just the number of we're, the new cases. We are the number, yeah, we're the number one new cases, and we're the number one, black men are the number one who have HIV positive, forty two percent of the entire population in America, and black women are surely right behind them. Why that is happening, I have a conspiracy in my mind. Me too. Me too. Um, but we still we need to get checked so we don't pass it on to our black.
black women or other people, yeah. their kids, children, like that. Right. And the thing about if you know that you have HIV, you can get it, you can start taking medicine to where it's undetectable and you can't spread it. Yeah. Also, there's things like PrEP um, and PEP, which okay. could stop you from actually contracting HIV even if you do have sexual intercourse. But, you know, it's just being educated. Mm -hmm. And especially because it's such a huge epidemic in our community, it's so important for us to get tested. Yes. Right. Just don't be acting like sex ain't important because y'all know it is. <laughs> so yeah. let's just yeah. know don't your status. Don't be uncomfortable. Know your status, mm -hmm. please. And yeah. even just get those physical health, like uh, for cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. You want to get checked because all of these things are preventable. Right. So the fact the longer you go in the dark, you could look up 10 years from now and like, hey, if you would just got this checked three years ago, this would have never even been to where right. it is right now. Yeah. So... Definitely confronting those things. Mm -hmm. but Don't be scared of it as well. Don't yeah. be scared of it. Yeah. But what was your question? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Question. So the question is. Okay, so I want to ask you guys what y'all definition of, well, what does masculinity mean to you guys? Because I know everybody has different definitions. Yeah. Right? Um, I've definitely I, used the term on like a woman before. Um, oh, yeah, like I've seen like you know like the bodybuilder type CrossFit, mm -hmm. you know, a really muscular woman. And I'm like, oh, she looks kind of you know masculine. Nice I'm sorry to be that person, but I'm good, I'm good, and I'm guilty. Um, I mean, it is. <laughs> actually, masculine masculinity is the physical features. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, a person. It's a physical thing. For yeah, me. for me, because huh. I've always been told. I don't know, Jasmine, if you remember in elementary school, I was always called feminine. Mm -hmm. um, so um, and so, I was just like, what's that? mean you know and then as growing up it's it's not the personality it's actually your physical attributes yes. so before we got before we did the podcast i actually did a, a survey today with five men one woman your definition of of masculinity so most of them basically said the physical features of, of a man or um physical features right. if you think like macho man yeah, yeah macho man know. facial hair <laughs> Primal male drives. Wow, yeah, that's rough true. Looking. I actually <laughs> think of like chivalry. Masculine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you think about characteristics. I, don't want to I think it was chivalry. Like, it, like he he opened the door. He's like, oh no, ladies go first. I was like, mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> 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 it's definitely yeah, that too. Yeah. But I think my first thought is more mm -hmm. the physical. Yeah. yeah. Masculine yeah. aspect of it. I guess you're right. I guess I never really thought because of I mean, you think about. Um, I mean, a lot of times, I hate to say it too, but people do describe, you know, certain men, you know, like the opposite of a woman, you know, women women are supposed to be caring, loving, whatever. Yeah. And so when they see a man being loving and caring, he's less masculine because of that. I think I do have a, a different view then, because I do think of like the, the characteristics the more, characteristics. like I see that too. providing and stuff yeah. like that. Even though it seems manly to me, like providing, opening door, Stuff like that, but yeah. I would probably use the word feminine more than I use the word masculine. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say this guy's not masculine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I asked um, my little brother um, Anthony um, to see uh, what his definition was. Now Anthony is nineteen, mm -hmm. so he said true masculinity to me is standing up for what you believe in. And so <laughs> I thought that was interesting for nineteen-year-old uh, my little brother Anthony. Oh. He, um, and he's also. <laughs> Um, a part of he does his own photography and things of like that. So, so I'm just gonna shout him out really quick. Hey, you can Anthony. add him at Antho um, K N E E with two underscores after it for Instagram and Twitter. 
but and then well he also TMI, but he also said, <laughs> don't want to say metrosexual, but you're well-rounded in our area. So he thought I was asking for myself when I was asking for <laughs> But I did take offense to it, because I'm like, I, do y'all ever know the Prince effect? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> metrosexual. Yeah. So metrosexual in the black community is someone mm -hmm. who really takes care of themselves as a man, mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't like, oh my God, like a pretty speaking boy. of that, kind of sort of like a pretty boy, but I've never deemed myself Oh, <laughs> but yeah, but I guess I guess a pretty boy, you know, he doesn't sag, doesn't. So I guess I don't. I never sag. I think that's or maybe preppy, maybe preppy. Uh, I guess yeah. just really. How about you called white? <laughs> Oreo. I don't get it. I, uh, I don't know. What do you think masculinity is? Mm, the first thing that I thought of is uh, when I was volunteering at the Boys and Girls Club, and then this this child wasn't you know acting the best, and his dad came. And he was like, his dad was like, you come in, like to the child. And I'm like, me? <laughs> like, and, and that's what I think a lot of, a, of the black men think like that's what masculinity is. Like, mm, like really you won't, like real aggressive. Yeah. And I, I remember at times, probably when I was younger, I would be trying to be like, you know, hold, you know, like, be like that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm five three on a good day. So. <laughs> So for me doing that, really not gonna work out. So yeah, so so yeah, so that's that's what I think masculinity is like. That initially, that's what I think it is like. Someone that's like like rough, like, like you know, we, you know, yeah, I'm about to get this girl, man, like DMX type. <laughs> but but as as growing up, I mean, I don't even mess with that because that's. Masculinity is relative. It's just whatever you think it is. And if your woman likes a, a, a man with a lot of masculinity, if I said that right, uh, then, you know, if it works for you, then be that for your woman. I mean, my girl, she she don't really want somebody to be like, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a dude, we going here. Like, like here. Type yeah, of she, she doesn't like that. So, so of course, she likes me to <laughs> leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she would be like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you think is going on right now, but you better calm that down. I mean, of course, she likes me to be a man and lead the way, which yes, I do. Um, I do it. Absolutely. But uh, it's just relative to what you feel comfortable with and what your lady, if you do have one, uh, feels comfortable with as well. Mm, that's a good, good question. What do y'all think? Yeah, what do y'all think? Hey, Cheryl, hey, Melissa. They got okay. some more. They got some more comments on on up there. Up there. Oh, up there. Yeah. Well, this is the same, same thing. Okay. Oh. I think you scrolled up. Oh, that's the wrong up. No, no. She. I did speak to my. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. That's the way you, you go. Up. Show assertive force. Ooh. Yeah, that's what you said. So read it out. Yeah, we often confuse a show of assertive presence or force with masculinity. It's not macho at all. It's a reference for physique. Mm. Mm. I guess we learned something new today because right. it's just I'm so happy outside. You that. I, and I just learned that actually on the research for the really? show. I just learned I that because I thought masculinity dealt with, because my voice is so high, so uh -huh. I thought like I was never masculine, but I didn't realize it was the physical attributes mm -hmm. and what you do, like what you said when I open the door mm -hmm. and things of that sort. Mm -hmm. no, definitely that look. <laughs> 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 I, I thought, yeah, I guess I'm getting confused with what masculine is and what a man is. Right. So, so yeah, there is a well, difference. Yes. There's so, difference. so what do you ladies think being a man is for you guys? Yeah. What do you think a man? Is? I mean, it's kind of like I mean, 
for being a provider. But that doesn't just mean money. That means like speaking into my life, mm-hmm. like saying you could do this, um, supporting, supporting you, yeah. you um, being nice, <laughs> like thoughtful, caring, yeah. compassionate. Compassionate. Like you were talking about chivalry earlier, you yeah. know, planning out a date or something, an activity, mm-hmm. yeah. and praying for you yes, and the praying. kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yeah. being a good father figure for my future kids. <laughs> I, I know my fiance, I'm sorry I'm spilling all the juice, but I know she, she really likes me being spontaneous mm-hmm. and also spending time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like her main, her main key things. I, I always keep myself busy with work in general, but she's like, okay, you need to put that down and <laughs> it's going to be our time. I'm just like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. What about yourself? Um, I think um, what was the question? <laughs> what, you, what, like, what is being a man to you? Being a man to me is definitely providing and make sure that I'm there as setting an example, mm-hmm. setting a great, a good example, mm-hmm. um, and um, changing the way that the world view us. Being a because when I see a man and the people that I look up as a mentor, my pastor is my mentor, and um, I just see like how he isn't just a typical man. He's a a man that that stands away from being. He's set apart from the world. He's a spiritual man, and that's what I want to be, a spiritual man. I want to be a provider for my family. And that's not even just providing financially, it's providing mentally, emotionally for my wife, emotionally Mm -hmm. for my children, definitely, especially when I have sons, because I definitely don't want to raise them, especially thinking that masculinity is here, Mm -hmm. when it's really spiritual, it's here, Mm -hmm. you know, and and mental. And then maybe a little masculinity to set off and then balance it with your wife and things of that sort. I just wanted to add, like, Oh, I was gonna. Oh, no, I, I never got to talk. Oh, go for it. Um, for masculinity, I think that it's the energy. I don't necessarily think because, like, the yin and the yang. There's like the logic. When I think of masculinity, I think of like logics. Um, just like not really that emotional aspect. Just like figuring out things, not being in tuned with your emotion. When I think of femininity, I think of feminine energy like being emotional being mm-hmm. in tune with your ma- your uh, emotions but when I think of masculine energy I think of more logic so like that's why they say men are good at math and women are good at writing because mm-hmm. I, okay. that's why I did the air quotes but I don't necessarily think I don't think that um masculine energy is in just in men and I don't think feminine energy is just in women I think there are men yeah. that are more in tune with their feminine I think we all have both yeah. in us and it's just, mm-hmm. you want to balance it out. I don't think any man should just completely disregard their feminine energy. and Because mm-hmm. I don't think you could be complete like that. Like, because you, if you have children, you want to show compassion to them. You want to still be in tune with that emotional Got aspect. Mm-hmm. And with, if you are a man, and then if you're a woman, you don't want to just solely think emotional. Which are, because women, we can be very, very emotional. And, and we can forget about the logics. Like, okay, I know I love you, but is this really good for you? So, mm-hmm. um, I just think that it's, it should be a healthy balance. I, one of the things I've, I've constantly thought of um, over time is like when people they they're told that they have uh, feminine ways and whatnot. I think that that's kind of like an, in, an interest way that the devil uses to make some men think that they're gay, when it's actually just no. I, I just have more feminine more feminine sides than other men, mm-hmm. and that's where it comes in. Of I'm either one or the other. There's no in between. I believe there's some women that like like the prince factor, like you were saying, the prince factor of um, like having that mm-hmm. that more feminine side because they maybe didn't get that from their father. Mm-hmm. 
So um, that is is just different things like that. So I, don't know. I haven't met no woman that doesn't like Prince. Even <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson was known as a feminine man. Yeah, yeah. and I love Michael. And I, ooh, he was so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, his music was great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the dance moves. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. dance moves. No point. Like people always say, the dark skin, my Italian, or the light skin. I'd be like, both. Oh, Goddamn, not the like his late days. More like in the is black. Yeah, is black. black. That video, he was so fun. And remember the time? He was fine. Okay. I don't think he was fine. He looked like an angel in that for me. I like black Michael, white Michael, Michael, Michael. I was looking at his energy. No, the energy. Yeah, yeah the energy. Yeah, yeah. It was so Definitely. captivating. Yeah. He did say he was a perfectionist, so. Oh, yeah. He must have been a Virgo. I'm going to go look that up. <laughs> um, I, I did say, see J, J. Malone uh, for saying what a man was. He said providing for his family. And uh, I, I don't know his real name. Johnny, Johnny. Johnny said, Jasmine's explanation is spot on when speaking of the energy and universal sense of it. Uh, Duality? Duality. Yeah, duality. I did not know that word. I think it's, is that duality? Duality. 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 It's present. It, uh, it's present. It's, it's hard every, to read. It's every strong. human being, be it make male, male or, female. or female. I got you. I like um, and yes, Prince and Michael had some of the baddest women alive. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yes, I think your explanation is about they really is. Protect. Yeah, protect. he said protecting yeah. their family. Got you. That's what, yeah. <laughs> I think I said uh, providing, but he, he corrected me. No, he didn't say it twice. He said protect. Oh. Man, protect. Correct. Protect. No, but I want to add that to it because I have seen my brother protect his wife from everybody, mm -hmm. um, whether it's mom, me, the outside world. <laughs> no, no, and I think he's supposed to do that. Absolutely. And he's a leader. And I like how you said um, a spiritual black man because a spiritual I need like a spiritual person mm -hmm. to lead me. Yeah. So, so when you say protect, what do you mean? Because some men can think protect, like, oh, you you looking at my girl? Like, no, not like that. So, not, yeah, not, so, not crazy. <laughs> not crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, can I just tell this story real quick? We no, came out of the club. club. Yes, we, us three were coming from a club. It's just her boyfriend Kyle walking in front of us. My car. There was a group of other men, like five, there's one of Kyle, and they're like shouting to somebody, one of us, he was like, oh, they we good. got a problem, they good, they good, they good. Right. and Kyle, if y'all don't know Kyle, he is the masculine man, he's, 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 he's like, okay, you gotta walk one like this, to five. one to five, he's like, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and Kyle, Kyle, there's nothing wrong with you, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to point you out like that, I was just, I was just trying to, I was trying to ask a question, you know. Right. But, Okay, do it. Right. Okay, no, no, no.
because sometimes he would talk over me. He's like six three. He'll talk and be like this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Talking to their chest. Yeah. 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 But what does protection mean for y'all? What do y'all feel like how y'all would protect your family? Hmm. I, I think we're about to say the <laughs> yeah. same. Providing. Probably providing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Providing, of course, protecting in that area. Um, I, would, I remember my dad, man, um, when I was younger, when it came to, I heard a noise, he was like, get up, okay, let me go check. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I see, like, like mm-hmm. protecting against, not like, y'all here. Like, it's kind of like protecting against, like, I'm gonna make sure yeah. y'all cool. But, I don't know, I think that's more so like protecting, uh, providing, uh, caring, showing that you're caring for us, that, like, that's, to me, that's, that's My definition of protecting, for me, um, it's just, since I did grow up in a single parent household, I was the man. <laughs> so, um, my, it's making sure that I am the point of entry, that if, if anything comes through, they have to get through me first. Mm-hmm. So that is spiritually, that is emotionally, and then that is physically, whoever breaks up in the house. So mm-hmm. even um, as a man, I'm the first point of entry. I need to pray for my household and my mm-hmm. wife and my children. Mm-hmm. I need to start, especially, I need to pray fast, not just praying. Yeah. I need to be fasting and praying as well. Mm-hmm. And then even uh, going back to instance, I was like 10, and uh, my mom and I, we were living in Quail Run, and it was a rat under our oven. And so Ooh. we set a trap, and he was making noise like this. Ooh. And so my mama, I couldn't hear, but my mama woke me up and thought it was somebody, so she sent me. I'm 10. She sent me. She sent me. And I, I grabbed a coat hanger, a wire coat hanger, and I grabbed it, and it came running on there with the trap, and so I just went, and I was just hitting it, and I was screaming, ah! <laughs> then it blew up. But as, as a man, that was my first defense, getting through me first. Said that uh, as a man protecting my, my household, mm. protecting my family, and protecting even protecting me, mm. protecting mm. mentally, especially spiritually, protecting mm-hmm. yourself. You also have to pray for yourself, yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and oh, no, I was just gonna oh, side note that when you was hitting that rat, that's just like roaches in Texas. Like that's how big. That's how big. <laughs> I'll fight anybody. No, no, water bugs. Yeah. Uh, I heard it's a difference between roaches and water bugs. Roaches are the little ones. Water bugs yeah. are those flying things. Uh, well, been, have I've you been seen a tree roach? Are time. you from Texas? Mm-hmm. Have you seen a tree roach? Yeah. Maybe that's what we call water yeah. bugs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> All right, that's a protection. <laughs> What's protection to you? Oh, I think y'all already yeah, hit on it. Yeah. yeah, I think for me, I want, of course, it to be all in that aspect, the physical, the mental, the spiritual for sure, but I want it to be like so much so that my man just built up this reputation to all I gotta do is say his name, you know not to mess with me. Like, <laughs> so you want the rock. That's, no, that's how different that is. That's how different that is. Cause like I remember no lie, true story, our friend Deborah, she's been on a thousand of our shows. <laughs> she's like, um, like we was out, we was going to get some Nigerian food. And then this guy was like, he was drunk and he was like flirting with us. And he was like, and she was like, you know, where are you from? And she was like, my dad's Billy Harry. And then he was just like, whoa. He's a yeah. <laughs> like she just said her dad's name. name. Oh, wow. his, his, he just flipped the switch. He was like, oh, hello, can I, can, here's my card. I have this. Like he was just oh, so nice. I know something like that. I want that type of thing. My 
So a lot of people think when they say mm-hmm. men is the head of the household, they think up here. But if you think about it, you just flip that. Men are the foundation. So they have everything for us to, for, <laughs> for the kids and the wife to build upon. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's my little. Because you little, ain't got no kids. Right? You ain't got no foundation. Trey, yeah. you better Trey. Trey. Right. Whoa, get okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was going okay. Bag him. I love that, guys. Because huh. some people don't know what being a man is. I think that y'all's definitions were spot on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about... Oh, we probably got to go soon, but yeah. I guess the last thing we could touch on is men in their relationship with women. I know you were talking about earlier that men just throw out the B word like it's nothing these days. Um, and we People just grab you like, oh yeah, then what a bitch is that? Or this like, <laughs> my bitch, right? And I'm like, is she right? <laughs> First of all, any woman that allows your man to say that, and I can say that. Period. I don't care who you are. If you allow your husband or boyfriend to say, this is my bitch, and as introducing to your friends, you have no words for yourself. No amount of words for yourself. That is horrible. And definitely, men, we do not need to approach our women and and. As B's and H's, mm-hmm. that me, I'm gonna say it, bitches and hoes. <laughs> 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 so that is, I'm raised different, y'all. Raised different. That is horrible. I, that is so horrible to address queens as B's and H's. Now there are some people who are gutter, you know, that will try to, you know, some of the people that be trying to sleep with football players and basketball players just to get paid. You know, that's that's a little off thing, but we don't need to address our. Trey is not. I know Miss Logan, you listening? He's not gonna. Definitely that's that's not. when I get that face and like, <laughs> the, 
How many of y'all hit me? <laughs> Going back, we need to respect our women. We need to respect ourselves. That replay was so good. She was saying that replay was replay. But yeah, so long story short. It's all about um, the Big Sean song, Jump Out the Window. He's like, I feel like real queens know how to keep the game in check. So it's knowing your worth as a woman that will, it's although you want the man to pursue you, but you have to set those standards for yourself to know, I mean, you can't necessarily have your perfect relationship if you don't know what your perfect relationship is. Mm -hmm. So you definitely need a, a standard so that you can even attract it into your life because if you have no boundaries, then you'll just call any and anybody that disrespects you and you'll be okay with it. And it's a growing process. You might need to go through that so that you can don't know this is what are. I don't want. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say I'm definitely guilty of that. Not nobody call me a beer and yeah, yeah, but thing. listening to songs and stuff. Make it ring. Uh, yeah. Make it ring. Are you making a beer? I'm not me. Why am I making it ring? <laughs> really meaning it, but whatever you say, you are becoming as well. Yes. So, mm -hmm. Right. Yes. 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 to this day in middle school was going I was going to the ninth grade no ninth grade center mm. it was zero this song I, I forgot really? the name it's the song called oh, I remember you said it it's the song called God damn when will a nigga get a break I work so damn hard but I never come up I get worse with every breath that I take oh, yeah. it just started out like that and I like I just I just liked the song for what it was I wasn't mentally saying like like when would a nigga I was Ninth grade, like right. you can't but <laughs> but it was. I'm, I, that's why I believe like God has so much on my life because it didn't take years. It literally <laughs> took like a week or two, yeah. and I felt it in my heart. Like God, man, what? 
I feel this. No, I need to. And I literally cut the song off right then and there. So it's not just the R and B. Right, some of these other songs. songs. Yeah, I can't. Lionel and Jasmine both changed the words. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) John, I see this song. She says, "I'm the uh, weekend." I said, "I'm the forever." Right. I think that's helpful because I do that a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. your subconscious yeah. mind picks up, like, if you're just auto playing, and that's when your subconscious mind is on its most powerful frequency when you don't even know that it's picking up these things. When your conscious mind and you singing the words just like word for word, but when you just that moment you in the car daydreaming and the music is just pouring in your ears, that's when your subconscious mind is picking up stuff on 10. Yeah. And that's when it like really seeps and embeds into your DNA, as we call it. So that's when you, that's what you want to be cautious of what you're feeding your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind is like 50 times more powerful, I mean 50,000 times more powerful than your conscious mind. So definitely govern the stuff that you, whether it's TV shows that you fall asleep, I hope y'all don't fall asleep to TV shows at night because yeah. all that stuff is going into your life. Television tells your vision. And then, and then, <laughs> just real quick, because I know we got to get into something else. What is the subconscious mind for those who don't know? So the subconscious mind is your mind pretty much on autopilot. It's like your higher mind. Some call it the God mind, the God essence mind. That's when your mind, because if you think about it, most people confuse the mind with the brain. Your brain it has nothing to do with your mind. Your mind is on a spiritual realm. There is no, you can't grab the mind. You can't take it out your head it's it's it really has no quote-unquote existence it it exists on different dimensions so your subconscious mind is that mind that works on autopilot your conscious mind is things that you're doing that you're aware that you're doing so if you take a pen if you type in on your computer you you know you're typing on the computer you know you're writing something down you know you're eating but your subconscious mind is for example is say if you're driving home and you know you've driven home so many times and you get in the car and you just look up and you're pulling in the driveway because you were just yeah, gone. It's that muscle memory type mind that you don't even <laughs> have to think twice without doing it. And so what programs your subconscious mind is your environment, things you're exposed to every day. It's like imagine yourself having eyes in the back of your head. So even if you don't physically consciously are aware of it, just if you're existing and breathing it in, being surrounded, being invested into that situation or environment, your subconscious mind is picking up all these things like 10 to zillion times an hour versus your conscious mind. So. And that was a short version. That was a yeah. short yeah. version. I know we got to go move on to something else. So we should do a podcast about right. the conscious mind. Yeah. The yeah. different minds. The last thing I wanted to mention was black men in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I've found a statistic that was saying there's 51% of black men never married, never been married. 51? 51%. 51%. And it's only 13% of (laughs) y'all? Compared to all men, you know, there's 30%. 36% of all men have never been married. But 56% of black men in particular Mm. have never been married. Mm. What do you think of that? Um, I'm not surprised. (laughs) I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. So what is black men in marriage and commitment? I don't know where we trickled along because my 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 parents who grew up in um, the 50s and 60s where every man got basically married at 18, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if we trickled down to where in these songs where we talk about being single, living enough, you know, passing mm-hmm. ourselves along to different women. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if we lost it to where we don't get excited for marriage anymore. We get excited for having as many HOEs as we can. And one thing that I believe has helped me, because I was never the type of guy that just goes out and find women and whatnot, 
one thing I really looked at is the end result a lot of times. Because those guys that would be talking about, oh, I, I talked to this girl and this girl, those are usually the men that end up in the in the club at 60 years old trying to find something hot. New yeah. idea. The pimp in the club. Absolutely. Ooh, like, you played out yeah. with it. Don't start a family. Yeah. And I, I never wanted to be there. So before I would make a decision to do something, in my younger days, baby, in my younger days, yeah. uh, in my younger days, before I made a decision to go out and do something like that, I would think, do I want to be like this? Do I want to end up like this? Because yeah. I know it's not just like a one-time thing usually. It's yeah. usually like, okay, I kind of like this, you know, mm-hmm. and they keep on going from there. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I want to elaborate, piggyback on that, because when I was having a conversation the other day with Dwight, um, this is what... That's my stepdad. Yeah, what Dwight said, her stepdad, he was saying that we have to think about the era has changed. Like you said, back then they would get married at 16, but that's when men were the actual breadwinners. Women didn't even work. Like we were just literally the stay at home care. Like my grandmother, she has 18 brothers and sisters. No, she she's 17 brothers and sisters, but all together there are 18 of them. I was like, oh, wow. damn. And so like she, within <laughs> that, like I was like, how did your mama work? She's like, she didn't. My dad worked and provided. I was like, oh. That's when kids were wow. healthy back then. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Out, you, you about to be cutting the grass soon. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's when you was running to leave the house. As soon as 18, you was dashing out the door. So we do have to factor in that, that women, we are more independent creatures now. So it's like men can't just, and then women were get like, they were settling for, I mean, not settling, they were putting up in like, just dealing with a lot of BS that men were doing because they didn't have um, they didn't have their own financial um, help. I mean, they couldn't support themselves financially, so they actually stayed in these marriages while they were getting beat. I mean, getting beat on, cheated on, and just like really harsh treatment. It's just because like I'm the breadwinner. Where are you gonna go without me? Like, so it was an economical thing. Yeah. And so, but I don't think that gives it a pass to why we shouldn't get married like today. Right today, I feel like we really have to recreate and reestablish the values of what it truly means to be married before you even get into marriage to, to yeah, actually definitely. know why are we being married. I mean, to really break down and get an understanding because I don't necessarily say we need to go with what the past generations were doing for marriage, but I think we should actually get a good definition of what marriage should be to us. I like what uh, Carlton is it Carlton Carlton. Carlton said, he said, we're in a generation of career first, family second. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like, no, I was just wondering, I was actually thinking about this in my own mind, talking to myself, but like, <laughs> at first I was thinking, why would like someone be like, why would somebody propose to someone unless they had their, like a husband proposed to a wife, unless they had their stuff together. But then I was thinking to myself, well, actually, I think it's good <laughs> if they propose, he proposed to her because it's not about the financial situation; it's about yeah. a marriage, it's about yeah. a relationship. Yeah. So yeah, we can build together. Yeah. Build yeah. together. Yeah. So I, it is career first and then family second, but I think they can coexist together. Right. I was just thinking that can it be a co- uh, uh, one thing that can coexist? Because I don't think people should solely, and I think in the past this is, this has happened a lot where. Um, once you get a child, you forget about your marriage, you forget about your husband, you forget about the things that actually brought you together in the first place, and you solely look at your children now, and your children, you worship your children, not knowing that 
your children are going to grow old and they're going to have to start families too and that's kind of when they get that syndrome where they can't leave the nest syndrome because they're so they've been crippled or they've been so close to home for all this time they can't even imagine themselves you're not setting them up to leave the nest you're only setting them up because you love them so much and you only focus directly on them and you don't actually um, necessarily have attention on your own life and I think that I see that a lot in more so single households than um, where the parents are married because some the um, households where there is um, a mom and dad present they're married they're like okay we can't wait till the kids go so we can go travel the world but then a lot of single households which a lot of black families do have single households the mom doesn't want the not all cases but a lot of cases I've seen this the mom doesn't want the child to go because they feel that they're going to be lonely because that's what makes them right. feel worthy. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not going to be able to care for anybody. Who, who am I going to be able to take care of now? Mm -hmm. You were my world. Right. Mm -hmm. It goes back to self-love, like you were saying mm -hmm. earlier, loving yourself first completely and wholly so you don't have to depend on a husband or your child to make you feel complete. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I did talk to my fiance about uh, before we decided to, uh, uh, before I did decide to propose, geez. Um, because, you know, I understand my role if we were to get married. So I would be like, you know, we're not ready yet for this, this, and that. But the one thing I knew, I knew that I loved her. And when I talked to her, she would, I would be like tripping and stressing out. She'd be like, Trey, just like, as long as you show me that you love me, spend time with me, like, I can see that she would be willing to put up. Right. Not for a long period of time, mm -hmm. but I see that she's with me for the long run right. and not just for... Um, the short period of time, so that made me really be like, okay, let's go ahead and do this. We'll 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 grow as we go. So, mm, yeah. right. That's okay. great. Grow as you go, and mm -hmm. even going to. Um, I have a lot of friends who got <clears throat> married this year and last year. Um, they didn't really spend that much money on the wedding. They mm -hmm. got married. They did the thing at the court, mm -hmm. and then they saved up for kind of a wedding and a honeymoon. Right. Honeymoon is when we. So mm -hmm. that's when that's the reason I went to Cancun last year because my friend she got married two years ago but she waited to long term till they were able to save up for like that, that whole and then when they got back they bought a house they did all that just yeah. saving up making a mutual mm -hmm. agreement between man and wife mm -hmm. that this is great that's great I love yeah. that I love that too delay delayed gratification. <laughs> That's definitely what yeah. that is. Yeah, it is. But nevertheless, that goes back to the whole gentrification thing. Yeah. The whole what? Gentrification thing. The delay. <laughs> I'm sorry. There you go. Because because when you see the value in yourself and someone else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you don't you don't have to you don't yeah. have to get the results right away. And then it comes to vision as well. It comes to vision as well. Like what what vision are you creating for your wife, or what vision are you creating for your husband? I I constantly tell my fiance like this is what we're gonna be doing the next two years. Sometimes she'd be like, be like, okay, let's bring it back. Next six months, come on. But just sharing with them your vision. That's when it comes back to the importance of writing down your thoughts because in that you can create visions and yeah. um, vision creates everything yeah. that we see, reality, exactly. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. So, Thanks. guys, I I know we 
thoroughly enjoyed you. Y'all are like Thank amazing. Y'all are truly amazing. Y'all are I definitely want to come back, especially yes. with my brother. Oh, I'm gonna say y'all are welcome. We yeah. gotta come back. We, 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 we couldn't stop right. talking. Yeah. 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 Thank you. We need that. Yeah. 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 Y'all are good talkers. Y'all yeah. are the honoraries with Deborah. So y'all can come on anytime y'all want. Right. I want to appreciate you guys for doing what you're doing because, Definitely. like I said, in, in that time when I was uh, a little intoxicated, <laughs> all I was talking about was what they were doing. Honestly, I I was unconscious, but I was conscious. It was in my subconscious. That, that's, 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 yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. But, like, I was literally just commending them because I see them out in the community. I see them with the, the black woman going to the, the parks and doing the yogas. Like, you, you honestly don't know who's watching you. You don't. You honestly don't know. And I like I give so much praise. I would bow to y'all if I could right now. Not not like God, not that. Like yeah, we, yeah. we good. We good. <laughs> we good. But it's just like like I commend you guys. I know myself and my brother here, we we commend you guys on what you guys are doing because Definitely. so many women and men can use from what use the things that you guys are talking about. So And I do want to say y'all actually encouraged me, Jasmine. You actually encouraged me. Uh, so, you know, I didn't know YouTube just yet, but mm-hmm. I saw that um, I saw the Inspire Fire Daily thing, mm-hmm. and I started watching. I was like, okay, so I started watching a couple of months, and y'all did a a, a little bike thing or something. Y'all did a little bike thing. Did oh, y'all go to Austin? Austin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. the Austin thing they encouraged me so much. So I'm trying to. I want to do that with the actually young men, and uh, I went to Willow Ridge, so mm-hmm. I want to oh, do that with the young men in that community and take them actually not in that that um, area, but I want to take them to. Oh, what is that park? The outdoor, the outdoor theater. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 we're gonna do that where we get the bikes and ride it. But if it's oh, over yeah. thirty, you have to do things. But y'all yeah. encourage me so much yeah. to do that because the black women are doing it, but the black men we need to definitely do it for yes. our young boys. Yes, yes. I'm like, trying not to get emotional. I hope I don't start crying. But we definitely <laughs> need to do that to our young men because they're being lost. Mm-hmm. They're being lost, and even just the things that I did for not having oh God, not having that um, father figure right there for trying to find love of, so, of certain things or just trying to figure out what a man was and what we did, you know, mm-hmm. to be a man. We definitely need that, and I commend you ladies, I definitely commend you, my beautiful queens, for doing that for the black women in the community, definitely. Like, I'm trying to fight back my tears right now. I'm fighting back my tears. so much, because it's needed, because you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. know. Um, oh, wow, oh my God. Last thing, we have a question of the day. We already answered ours, so y'all are gonna answer it. And it's going to be, what is this chapter of your life called? And while y'all think about that, I'm going to read this comment we just yes. got in. Because I just saw it pop up. It's from Iman Oh, hey, Mom. Hey. <laughs> My parents definitely have emptiness syndrome. I don't think they would necessarily be lonely. I mean, I don't think they would necessarily be lonely. But if you put your all into raising these little people you have created, and one day they leave and start their own lives, that seems like it would be difficult to digest for me anyways. That's definitely so. My mom's dealing with that right now. Right. Because I'm like, mom, I'm leaving in 11 months. I'm preparing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, don't leave any time before that. 11 months. Aww. And um, it's just because she's going through stuff and she doesn't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to have to pray for her. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. It's that time. Actually, kicking yourself out is sometimes good, and that's mm-hmm. something that Definitely. I actually experienced. Yes. I'm going to be moving out in November, so oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm proud of y'all, right? Yeah. Growing up, yeah. a whole year before I get married, so you know, and 
I'm moving by myself. My, there we go. My there lady, go. you can't come here. You can't, you can't come. Not yet. Not yet. You can, not yet. You oh, can yeah. come. Oh, yeah. You, she, you can come over. Come, come see that, baby. Come see that. But you, you, just, you just can't pack all your bags and come yeah. over. Not there yet. You want a toothbrush over there. Toothbrush, yeah. Toothbrush. toothbrush. Some clothes. Oh, you gotta have some <laughs> You don't need clothes. You can just borrow mine. <laughs> All your sweatshirts, your sweatshirts are going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Big t-shirts, yeah. gone. Yeah. So have y'all thought about the chapter of your life what and it what is it called? Yes. Who would like to go first? Yeah, I can go, go first. first. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this chapter, I'm like, I'll spite you back tears. After you said that, I actually the, instantly came up because this year, I've not only lost my mom, but I've been through so much this year alone. Just I, Last year was such a great year. I graduated. <laughs> I was getting ready to move to D.C. And then my mom passed, and then just other things, my sister, and then other things, of course. Um, I think this chapter of my life right now is called Listen. Mm-hmm. So, whatever God is trying to tell me, so I'm trying to just listen. Listen. Jesus. Do you, do you want to go into detail? Like, where did, where did this come from? I mean, um, if, there's, if there's enough. I'm, I'm not I'm, trying to push you over the No, edge. no, 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 you're fine, you're fine. Uh, it's just I'm, everything happened at once, losing my mom, um, doing certain things uh, where I couldn't do things. And then with my sister being the guardian for her now, it's just that I've been always on a go, 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 mm-hmm. going and going and doing what I needed to do. But I've never really just sat and asked God what he needs me to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think this point of my life, God is just saying, listen. Mm-hmm. Listen to me because you don't have, you know, you're by yourself now. So, yeah. you know, listen to me. I'm here. Wow. That's so crazy. Wow. And I, I know y'all got to go, but adding to that, like, listen, I, I've been, I've been, I mean, I'm sure we all been to a place like that. Listen, mm-hmm. and that's those moments where you just got to get in a quiet place and mm-hmm. literally just get to yourself so you can really hear your inner man, hear God talk to you. Uh, I think that's vitally important. Bi- Violin. Yes. Violin. <laughs> now we all it's have late, a It's late. We yeah. all have yeah. a What is it? Do yeah. 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 Um, but I can say, I, I, whenever y'all asked that, I, the first thing that came to my mind was business. Okay, where am I in business? But yeah. I wanted to think a little bit more on where I am personally. So in business, I'm in growth, like the business mode, like how can I get better? I'm in like growth mode. Just, mm-hmm. um, I don't care where I have to go through. I don't care where... Uh, how I look, it doesn't really matter. Just growth. Let me make my, my mistakes early so I can be in a different place later on. Um, personally, I would say I am in a state of, man, I just had it. I just kind of forgot about it. Um, it's going to come back. Um, I believe I'm in a place of learning, I guess. I've come out of a place of learning myself and who I am. Now it's kind of like, putting it into action. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like, I, 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 I'm real big, a part of uplifting our reach, what we do is assist people in finding their purpose. So before I can show anybody else, I have to show, I have to find mine. Uh, so I found that now it's all about working within it. Like, what am I doing? What am I giving of myself? Like, how am I treating others? Am I really adding up to those expectations that I set for myself? Am I saying I'm gonna do the things that I say I'm gonna do, manning up? Um, a lot of that. So I don't know how to categorize that, but I would just say it's um, I'm done listening, not fully done listening. I've, I've got over the listening part. Now it's like taking action. 
Mm-hmm. Let's take action. Let's move forward. Definitely. I think both That's are good. very, very important chapters. Oh, absolutely. Leading up to the next chapter. Leading up to the next chapter. Turn. That's right. Next that was beautiful. Oh, my God. I love y'all so much. This podcast is beautiful. <laughs> and you beautiful and people. Man, we're this, saying yeah, this is nice. I love watching. Yeah. Yes, we appreciate you all. We appreciate you for coming on. Thank you for having us. I believe in y'all so much. Y'all have so much to offer the world. Like, absolutely. I just feel like... Mm-hmm. Y'all should know that. Yeah. Keep going. Yes. 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 So I, I know we're going to be in this grind together. Like, we, yeah. they're going to also be at our, our yes. Yes, that award show. Y'all know what y'all have. You have to accept this speech. Oh, yeah. I was Shout with them when we was doing podcasts at Silver Street <laughs> Studios. Yes. We didn't even have a full set check. Yes. <laughs> so, but hey, I was with them. It looked good. I was it looks good. Look at the light. Set, like, cool. hey, it don't matter. Hey, I'm just saying, like, the light ground, skin. the ground, the yeah. glow up is going to be Hello. beautiful. When we all in our white tie event, I mean, our yeah. all white event, like, it's going to be lit. Okay. I'm going to be the main one in the living room. You know I was best friends with them. No. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I'm going to be there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. We're giving a toast, and you're going to, we're going to all Oh, I thought this was like an award show. And I'm like, you know, like the reason why Trey is the man he is today is because when we was younger, he used to, this man, he used oh. to want to know solutions. <laughs> he would oh. tell this man. He used to, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I was thinking They're going to flash the camera yeah. on you while we're shouting you out. I got you. Right. I got you. Because <laughs> you gave us that point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Right. But before you leave, this is your first time tuning in with us. We do not end our podcasts without something called affirmations. And so many of you all, if you, this is your first time and you're not sure what an affirmation is, there's several different types, but ultimately we like to use the I am affirmation. And an affirmation is any positive statement that you use to transform your life for the better, transform your life for the better. So in the Bible it says, let the weak say I am strong. So even when you're feeling weak, you're never going to affirm, I'm feeling weak, I'm feeling broke, I'm feeling tired, I'm feeling all these negative affirmations. No, you're still going to affirm into your life, I'm feeling strong, I'm feeling wealthy, I'm feeling healthy, I'm feeling like I'm ready to go conquer the world. Mm -hmm. So, But before you do that, I I do want to add in an affirmation because I want to close out with you all. So mine is like real quick if I can. Oh, we gonna we say him. Yeah, we okay. gonna give everybody. <laughs> oh, oh, each each. Yeah, okay, we, we brief him about that for me. Okay. So you ain't been watching our podcast. Today? I have. I have. No, <laughs> but so well. So since it's five of us and hundreds and thousands of you say your affirmations at home, the best time to say them is in the morning when your subconscious mind is super, super at its highest point, and then at night, when before you, right before you're about to go to sleep and you're in that sleepy, drowsy state, that's another time to say your affirmations because that's the other, second time your subconscious mind is at its most powerful point. So, we're gonna go into our affirmations and we're just gonna say, I am, and whatever we wanna say to transform our lives for the best. So, we have any volunteers to go first? <laughs> Sorry, yes. <laughs> Yes. I'm going to say this since y'all all about to get married and stuff and y'all have y'all. <laughs> I'm going to say I am in love. Mm. I like it. <laughs> since, you know, today with myself and <laughs> my future <laughs> husband. I don't know. You got to speak it. You got to speak it. Yes. But in light of today's topic, you know, men's health is about our brothers. Ooh, I'm going to say I am my brother's keeper. So my biological brother and my, you know, my spiritual brothers. Yes. Oh, that was good. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 I'm going to say I am my brother's keeper. Oh
Keep me, please. Oh Keep me. God. Keep me. Keep me. That was beautiful. Now I need to think about my affirmation. Can I take it? I know. I am my brother's keeper, too. I am my brother's keeper, too. Jeremy, I'm your keeper. And Jay and Darius. Yeah, so just so y'all know we're both. Okay, I, I think I got mine now. <laughs> hey, okay, okay. Um, I am supportive. Yes. So all my yeah. people. Yeah. I, I got to add my I am at the end, but what I, my, my affirmation was going to say, because I am a giver, creative ideas, solutions to problems, and the willingness of others to help me abound in my life. Uh, mm. So for me, I would say I am. Um, uh, I want to do more so of an outpouring. I am. I am. I mean, I guess giver, but I can't think of anything more abundant than that. I. I. I am abundantly full. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Overflowing. Yeah, okay. Your cup running over. Your cup running over. <laughs> I mean, mine is simple. I am favored. That's. Yeah. <laughs>